podcasting from somewhere in the world, Zero Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Unfortunately, Chandler could not join us today because Dina said he wasn't allowed to play today. So I'm going to have to record this week's episode by myself. But don't worry, I actually have a guest joining us today. Uh, but just to protect her identity, I suppose what we should do is give you a nickname uh, for all intents and purposes. So I will introduce our guest today as the Christian Feminist. Welcome, Christian Feminist. How are you doing today? Good. Yes. All right. So as I said, uh, this week will be without Chandler. And so we're going to try our best to do this recording as we normally do. Uh, just to give you a brief introduction, uh, Christian Feminist, uh, in our podcast, we don't edit anything. We just keep on talking the entire 30 minutes through. And so any random topic, any random tangent is all fair game. Any mistakes we make, stay on the podcast too. So awkward silences also stay here too. This is probably really intimidating for you, but believe me, it's always that way. In fact, when I first did it too, I thought this was going to totally be a, a total waste of time. But I suppose I'm still doing it. So here we are. Now, unfortunately, since we're not recording at Chandler's place, we don't have his fancy um, recording equipment. So this episode is recorded on my iPhone. So if you do not hear us very well, my apologies. It's because the iPhone is sitting on top of a pile of books right now. All right. So without further ado, on to our episode. Today's topic is going to be um, more aligned with the... uh, the nickname I gave you earlier, uh, Christian Feminist. Uh, earlier, a few weeks ago, you had uh, emailed me an article from Vanity Fair written by Joanna Robinson. The title of the article was, Why is Orphan Black Still Fighting a War Buffy Should Have Won Over 10 Years Ago? And so um, maybe I'll give you this opportunity to share with our audience what the what this article was about. You can say, if you don't know, just say, I don't know, too. I was like, I have no recollection. Well, you don't re- okay, well, you can read the article right now on your computer as I give a brief introduction. So, th- I usually don't read Vanity Fair, and uh, thankfully, uh, I have friends who do. <laughs> and, um, and this particular article was about how uh, this new BBC television show uh, called Orphan Black is doing really well. Um, and, which is funny, or not really funny, I guess what's important about it is that basically um, the article talks about how there's not that many television shows or even movies uh, that have females playing the lead role. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. And and I guess for you, not only is that very important to uh, to see females succeed in the, in the TV and movie industry, but you would also like to maybe even see some more of it more often. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Oh, man, you have to say more than... Okay, well, don't worry. I'll post, I'll try to pull some more words out of you. Otherwise, it'll just be a solo episode with me without Chandler. And then uh, hopefully next week, our, our viewers will act, or our listeners will revolt and actually um, Twitter Chandler. And uh, what was his tw- Twitter? Can- oh, I can't... Twitter. I can't say that word. I always say twi- Twitter or I add the L or W or something there. What is his uh, Twitter twi- twi- Twitter name again? It was like, oh yeah, it was at Boom Chandler. So as you know, I don't have any way of um, 
Oh, anyway, for you all to send me comments because I can care less. But he would like to know. So um, you can send a message to at Boom Chandler and let him know. Uh, so uh, did you finish reading the article? No? Okay. Well, do you have any feelings or thoughts that you want to share? Or is this way too intimidating that you don't even want to say anything? No, okay. I mean, it's... I'm try- I, even though I've read it, I'm still trying to remember... What it was about? Okay, then I'll go ahead and start my little uh, montage. Or not a montage, uh, my little banter about it. All right, so first things first. But uh, we should preface saying that you have not seen the show. Oh, I have seen a couple episodes. But you haven't seen all of it. Oh, that's true. But then it's because it's on BBC. It's uh, on BBC America. And, and they only have like reruns on BBC America anyways. And so like I, I, I see it only when I have some free time on Saturday and whatnot. But, uh, uh, but anywho, um, but the, the heart of the article is basically about how um, it'd be nice to see more women in these leader roles. And so um, I'll admit I'm probably really chauvinistic. I don't really th- give a second thought about women in lead roles in TV shows and movies, and I have to apologize. Uh, but that's but I've only just recently became very interested, maybe because of someone's influence in my life, a la person t- sitting to my right. Um, but uh, but I will admit, um, I did uh, I was fans of like other shows like Alias with Jennifer Gardner and uh, uh, Dark Angel with Jessica Alba and uh, so on and so forth. And I think it's kind of fun. To just uh, see women succeed in sci-fi related shows because I think even though it's um, it shouldn't be that way where they should be able to lead uh, in uh, dramatic roles or movie roles that would be Oscar candidates um, I think it's uh, it just shows that how the nerdy um, fanboys in the world are the only ones that will give kudos or even give a, a, a a, pl- a stage or audience for women to succeed in that manner, but um, but otherwise, uh, but other um, but typically, I will admit, my chauvinistic side will look at a movie title like Salt, starring Angelina Jolie, and like kind of cringe and say, hmm, maybe I'll watch it on DVD, which is true. I never bothered watching it in theaters, and I saw it when it was on free. Uh, play uh, on free on demand on my cable box but uh that was only because you suggested it and i watched it and i'll admit giving it a, just a fair objective shake it was not that bad now granted it was hard to believe a watch because as i told you before once um i think the hallmark of a a good sci-fi or action thriller or anything like that is whether or not the movie can convince you to for the next hour or two to watch in a state of suspended disbelief because if you can't accept the crazy um you know shenanigans that they get away with in the movie then you can't enjoy the movie and it's hard to watch such a skinny frail woman uh play like a action star type deal it's like watching colombiana with a uh zoe lady the girl from a um um i was uh so we still done yeah, yeah, yeah. She played a Colombiana where she played like a Colombian hitman woman. And it was like so weird to see her fighting a guy like twice her size in a, like a bathroom brawl. And like obviously losing, but at the same time she won. But it's like, oh, come on. I mean, seriously, it was like painfully, it was painful to watch both her, seeing her get her butt kicked and at the same time kicking some other guy's butt. It's like, oh, come on. But, um, um, I guess 
then I want to, what I guess I should ask you is, what are your thoughts about the new movie, up-and-coming movie starring Scarlett Johansson uh, called Lucy? What, um, uh, what, do you have any interest in watching that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's the whole premise of when you are a female moviegoer or TV connoisseur, there are not as many, I guess, female-centered or p- female-powered shows. So you, when you see a strong female character, whether it be an Orphan Black uh, with Tatiana Maslany playing so many different characters, or in like the hit show like Scandal, you... You, anyway, I think there's sort of an enjoyment, as well as, like, if the whole show has, like, a predominantly female class, such as Netflix hit Orange is a New Black, there is a sense of satisfaction of, like, oh, like, females can also play these roles and can also have the commercial success that I think a lot of movie studios, as well as TV production companies, are afraid because they're afraid that men... 18, typically 18 to 34 men will not respond accordingly. Uh, so I think Scarlett Johansson is actually a great venue for that because she already has cred with her role as Black Widow in the Avengers film, with my, which my guy friends have heavily debated which hairstyle is most appropriate. Oh, dude, do share with me. I'm kind of curious. No, but, like, no please, 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 please. I'm so, curious. Which hairstyle is most appropriate? And, I mean, she has already given the world a sense that she can be this awesome female action But seriously, star. what was the conversation about the hair thing? Please well, let me know. Cause they, well, they thought that... Well, I mean, they... I, they just had they thought I so there's know. two hairstyles there's no, hairstyle there's in the like, first movie the, uh, Iron Man there's there's Iron Man yeah. 2 plus right? Avengers. Avengers and then there's also Captain America right and Captain America so had a new hairstyle three hairstyles oh really I couldn't only tell I, mean, I only noticed two I, she had three yeah she did okay yeah. so which ones right, can you describe them to us uh I'm no don't type that what? I know Google is her friend and all, but she did not have three hairstyles. She did. She, ha- she. Oh my God! She had three hairstyles. What? So this is the first. Yeah, the Iron Man one. So okay. the Iron Man two one is where she has this terrible wig. Long curly red hair. Terrible. Dark red hair. Terrible. And curly, like super puma. <laughs> That's a Korean word for perm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for translating. Absolutely. And then I believe this is the Avengers, Avengers hair, yeah. which is a bob with like waves. Short hair, um, coming up to maybe her chin. Her chin. Um, short, a little wavy, makes her look a little cooler. Definitely a lot cooler, like more badass. And then the third hairstyle, which was uh, uh, Captain, America, Captain America, where she looks like oh my god, straight, like straight pama, straight perm. Like uh, in Korea, they call it the magic. Where, like, you have straight hair like that. Because, like, apparently this process is, like, described as magic. Where your hair can become super straight like that. And, uh, and like, like I want to say, like, more red. Or, like, a more more rose color red, maybe. So, in other words, it's not the same tint of red every time. I don't know if it's the same tint of red. But, um, like, that one is like, oh, my God. <laughs> Which one did you prefer, then? So, I'll tell you, when I saw this one in Captain America, I was like, what? This one looks like... <laughs> Like, they're really trying hard to make all the guys, like, fall on their knees, begging, please. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. 
Because the other ones weren't as flattering, or maybe they didn't That's make her look as hot. She looked badass in Avengers. Uh, Iron Man, she looked like, you know, she was just up to no good. But this one in Captain America, she looked like as if she was about to, if not kick your butt, seduce your butt. Thoughts? Uh, well, I did not have that response to any of those. Of course, you're a girl now. But what was what would be your reaction to these three I, hairstyles? I mean, I prefer the one that she had in Avengers. I enjoy the shorter bob with, like, a beachy wave look. Why? I think it makes her look better. But what did like the it. other guys say? What what were their arguments oh, for no, and against the different enjoyed, ones? No, I had a friend that enjoyed the Avengers Bob. Mm-hmm. And then my other friend enjoyed the one that she had in Captain America. But mm-hmm. they had no explanations. They just thought she was hot. Yeah. So it was like, which hairstyle made her hotter in their specific eyes? Gotcha. So each of them had different preferences. I will admit, the one thing I didn't like about Captain America was they just took a lot of liberty to take advantage of a lot of the 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 hotness of the the actors like for example there's this one scene i remember vividly in captain america where she charlotte johansson turns around and walks out of the room but the camera angle is very low so you only see everything from the waist down but obviously charlotte johansson is enhancing that feature of her body as she's walking away and then you can only imagine what that body is and i remember just like just staring at her backside as she's walking out of the room and i was thinking really now Seriously, really? I mean, I'm like a guy here, and I know that this shot was designed for my demographic. But I looked at that, and I was like, come on, please. Well, I know I, they must have done a really good job. Yeah, because my, co- my co-worker watched it, and he was like, oh, my God. He was like going, yes, what? Okay, but anyways, I, I'm sorry we went on this tangent about Scarlett Johansson. We were supposed to talk about women in TVs and movies, but... Um, and them being strong female characters, right. and we've reduced them to hairstyles. And we reduced them to my chauvinistic, or all guys' chauvinistic point of view, which is basically hotness and hairstyles. Yeah. Or you brought up hairstyle. I just got a little excited you about that. really excited. Heck yeah. But, you know, can you, or can you, can you, at least, can you relate to why I might have done that? Because I'm a guy and all, and, yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. So, back to this TV show, Orphan Black. It's strange because, yes, I believe the actress uh, is uh, uh, attractive, but I also think that in many ways they make her look very unattractive uh, based on whatever role she's playing. Oh, so I guess for the people who haven't watched the show, basically the premise of the show is about this lady who is the experiment of a cloning uh, program. And so there are hundreds, possibly hundreds, of women who are all clones and each one live very different, unique lives. And so they have different hairstyles, different clothes, different looks, different attitudes, personalities, the whole nine yards. Different ethnicities? What? I did not see that. Oh, my God. Uh, so anyway, sometimes she looks like amazing, like a tight black dress, short hair, you know, makeup and all that. In other episodes, she might be like maybe not so well off. And so she has like some nappy hair. But well, with purpose, I'm sure. I, I actually I don't. I haven't seen a lot of episodes. All I know is that it's um, very popular. And I, I admit, I watched a couple. And even though I don't know what's going on, I will admit I was entertained. Um, so, um, well, maybe you can tell us, uh, Christian feminist, uh, what is your all-time favorite TV or movie female leading role, uh, 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 female-led role, and uh, thing, Mamabar. Do you, if you can't recall, then I'll give you a couple of minutes to think about it. Need some time? Do you have one? Uh, do I have one? Oh, 
<clears throat> Do I have one? I want to say um, Audrey Hepburn. And now I know that sounds really gay, since considering I'm a guy, and I'm pretty sure I'm straight. But I will admit, she was pretty, pretty cool. And now I can't say that she's my all-time favorite. But I can say that she's like one of my all-time iconic uh, leading female roles who played roles that probably uh, were, uh, is well-known for being like an Oscar-nominated, if not an Oscar-winning performance. And I feel like in Hollywood standards, um, that's probably the only legitimate way of dis uh, discerning whether a movie is good or not. Because since Hollywood doesn't ever give comedies or sci-fi or action movies uh, a nomination, uh, so we only have like these dramatic roles as as I guess the, our, our, possible, our, our possible choices. So um, what say you? On with the wind. Um, sn uh, sound of music. I know that doesn't get an no, Oscar nomination. I, mean, I thought you were asking for specifically for... Oh, oh, sorry. No, it doesn't have to be a specific TV or movie. It can be a actress and who has like a lifetime of roles. That's true, but I thought the focus was on, was on action. Oh, no, it's, it seemed that way. I guess on my apologies. I apologize. That was my bad. I should have been a little more clear. It could be anything. It just, it just happened to, that these last couple of shows are all action-related. Oh, before you answer that question, back to the previous question. What are your thoughts about the upcoming mo movie, uh, Lucy, starring Scarlett Johansson? I, oh, as I said before, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. The premise... I, I mean, I read this from another blogger, uh, said that it's sort of similar to the Bradley Cooper movie, Limitless, where it's like, you can use all your brain power, but it's more just you want to see Scott Johansson, like, kick butt. And it's an action film. It's, like, perfect for the summer popcorn flick. But despite knowing that this might possibly be just another remake of an over-exhausted movie plot, are you still interested in watching it? Yeah, the, I mean, the trailer looks fun. I mean, I don't, when I watch action films, I am not like you where I have to suspend my belief. It's more of like, oh, okay, am I having a good time? Yes. But even though it looks like a painfully obvious, or a painful obvious to me, that is, that Hollywood is just trying to milk the same movie plot, which is like really tired by now, or at least I think it's really tired. Um, you don't think it's, it's like maybe a little too overreaching of them maybe like as if like it's like a slap in the face saying you know haha i'm just going to give it to you again and uh this time i'm going to give it with a female role because you know you want this and i'm going to give it to you you're not offended by that in any way saying like you know no, i don't need this i know it's because it's a female role it's oh not you still support it role. even yes. though it's like a total slap in the face yeah possibly i don't know if it's actually a slap in the face i think there is there have been studies, and I may be wrong, that have shown that movies with like, strong female characters do well in the box office. There has to be like some sort of strong female character in whatever film. Okay, but then again, if that was the case, then do you feel comfortable with the fact that Hollywood doesn't produce more TV shows and movies with strong female leading roles as the protagonist, the main protagonist? Sorry, I'm looking up the... That research? Okay, so go ahead and look it up. And while you're looking it up on Wikipedia, side tangent, I hate Wikipedia. No, I, Wikipedia is wonderful for things that you want a quick and easy answer for. But a quick and wrong answer? 
Nope, it's not wrong. Okay, well, anyways, what is this that you're looking up? It's the... I'm going to butcher this. The Bechdel test. The be- uh, spell that? B-E-C-H-D-E-L. Okay. So it's basically, it's where a movie has to have at least two women in it. They have to talk to each other, and it has to be about something besides a man. Oh. And it's actually very surprising how many movies that are blockbusters have failed this test. Oh, so wait, you have to give me some history on this. What is it, this Bechtel test? I've never heard of this in my life. Really? Yes. Like, I guess tell you me. have to read the Wikipedia No, article. no, no. Forget the Wikipedia article. No, you tell you me, because I, I hate Wikipedia. So I you know, have to tell so me. you have to subject yourself no, to No, I don't want Wikipedia. to. You, you tell us, tell me what it means. No, I told you what it is. So oh. they'll do... No, like, tell me the history. Like, who, what, I, where, I why, don't how. I know the history. But oh, how did you hear about it then? It's on pop culture. No. Yes, it is. Okay, but for you or not for me, so please well, educate me. No, it, it's and no, this not is a thing against pop. Okay. So like, did some dude or some girl think of this, or yeah, like? It's a female that thought of this, uh-huh. obviously. And so she basically said, if a movie cannot pass this test, that means that it's. So it's from cartoonist Alison Bechdel okay. in a 1985 strip. I'm reading this from 538.com. Uh, which is the Nate Silver website, it says The Dollar and Cents Case Against Hollywood's Exclusion of Women by Walt Hickey. Uh-huh. So it's a, as he describes it, the Bechdel test is one of the most enduring tools to measure Hollywood's gender bias, and it's promoted by this cartoonist, Alison Bechdel, in a 1985 trip from her Dykes to Watch Out For series. So as we covered the three criteria already, so what 538 um, did was they analyzed over 16,000 films released from 1990 to 2013. And what was the results? Did most of them fail? To examine the relationship between the prominence of women in a film mm-hmm. and that film's budget and gross profits. Oh, okay. So, so what we will w- jump... Go to the conclusion. What? So their findings yes, are... Yes. So while we're quickly reading this... Oh, my apologies, everybody. We're recording this in a a bedroom with an open window with uh, neighbors close by, and so um, you're probably hearing them, which means that they probably hear us, too. That sucks. Oh, you hear that car engine roar? That's probably the neighbors driving away. We'll have to um, endure that sound for the next few minutes while uh, our Christian feminist is quickly reading the results of this test, um, which I'm sure will be shocking, to say the least. No? So it says that, okay, so films that pass the Bechdel test see a lower return on investment and they see grower. So it's two claims. So this is what they tested it on. So it was films that pass the test that feature women in stronger roles see a lower return on investment, which is the first one. And secondly, that they have lower um, gross profits. And they found no evidence to support either of those claims. Oh, so they were trying to prove whether that is true, that... Um, yeah, because that's what people have used in the past mm-hmm. to not throw money at films with strong female characters. And from what they found, that there is no evidence to support either of those. Gotcha. So in other words, um, they're still a bunch of chauvinists. who yes, which is believe- not shocking because how many female CEOs, movie directors, producers are in Hollywood? Yeah. But I'm just kind of curious. Is there any other, like, shocking results from their test or research that they didn't expect or is that it that just they just found that i think they just i mean that's i think that's a 
ongoing theory from my brief survey, mm. five minutes of this. Yes, yes. Of understanding, yeah, like, that's... Well, as far as uh, all we're concerned, you're the only subject matter expert on no, this. No, I'm not a subject matter expert. Oh, yeah, for, a for the purposes of this podcast, false, you are... False <laughs> assumption. False assumption. All right. Well, I'm so glad that you shared with this. You totally enlightened me. I feel, like, ten times smarter right now. Do you feel less chauvinistic? <laughs> uh, no, I... I oh, you, uh, that would require a lot of training. Uh, I have to apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm gracious that you're, like, a little patient, that maybe, like, you understand and maybe are willing to still ask or t- uh, talk about it, despite the fact that you know that I'm a little, uh, t- a typical, maybe typical chauvinist. I, 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 but, can, but I don't think you can blame me. All right. Well, anyways, um, I'm sorry. You're getting a phone call. Do you need to take that? No? Are you sure? All right. But what if, like, that's your parents? You don't, okay. Well, anyways, this is the... the oh, we're almost done anyway, so we will just have to sign off here. I don't actually sign off on these podcasts. I refuse to. I let him do that, say all the goodbyes and the pleasures of trees and stuff like that. I always just get really, you know, upset with him who when he tries to force me to do it, so I'm not going to do it. So now all I'm going to do is just tell Chandler, you can either, if you haven't already done so already, cue the music and... Uh, uh, hopefully, we'll return next week with, uh, or two weeks from now, depending on what Andrew's schedule is, and uh, come out with our next episode. And so until then, Chandler, you can end, uh, insert female voice now. Thank you for listening to Zero Podcast. You can find more episodes like this one at thecreativechase.com.